Twisted Games. Hey guys, welcome to Twisted Games. I'm Amber. I'm Monica. Do you have anything in the works? Not much. I mean, we have book club coming up at the end of the week. <laughs> I know, book club! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we chose a very spicy book. <laughs> yes, we did. It was it was something. It was one so, of those ones where the kids would come in and I was like, get out of here. You can't love. Were you like you blushing can't. or anything? No, I just was like, I felt guilty. I was like, he's talking about going down on her at this moment. I'm like, hey kids, do you want are we like to say a that on this podcast? <laughs> well, we are now. We are an explicit know. podcast. So, <laughs> and do we know which one of the ladies who picked this book? Was it, it was you? me? <laughs> princess that's so innocent over here well like the raunchiest book i've ever read in my life <laughs> that's perfect well, that was know, exactly what i needed to good hear. review i'll tell you what though it's I'm, cold month we needed to warm up yeah uh-huh it was a great it was a fast read though it was it not, was and you know how picky i am yeah, yeah my my true crime does not just go about what i talk about i read about it too but this one surprisingly i was like okay like I get yeah, the story. You can clear it out in like yeah, yeah. A, a day or two, yeah. right? I read two it days, in two or three days. Three and a half yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm actually on my fourth book right now mm-hmm. this month. Since I haven't done TikTok, you guys, you guys need to like cleanse yourself from TikTok for a little bit. <laughs> it is amazing. My house has been cleaner. <laughs> I've read, I'm on my fourth book and I'm halfway through right now. Oh, did you like Mackenzie's little meme about TikTok? Yeah. So Kenzie's Kenzie's the youngest one in our group, and she showed us this stupid meme about these millennials. I'm like, oh, what are you doing here, old lady? Look, you lost. Mm -hmm. Why are you learning these dances? And I was like, whatever, dick. Kenzie, actually, (laughs) I was looking at gardens. So hot. Well, I mean, I was learning how to twerk. That was. (laughs) You're twerking over the spaghetti. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you. You're purged of it for right now. I am. And you're getting a lot done. You're very productive. I am. I am so productive. And I thought I would miss it. I was like, how am I going to get recipes? Uh, I have recipe books and I have <laughs> Pinterest. I still do Pinterest. <laughs> but I think once you get it out of your system, you realize how stupid and mind-numbing it is, how you're doing on your news. news well, the only one really was like cooking a new recipe oh, once a month. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of, because I collect cookbooks and I never use them. <laughs> So I will tell you, I I know we're going to wrap this up and get into the story here soon, but because I'm so, like, I didn't want to hurt any of my cookbook's feelings and I didn't know which one to pick a recipe Mm. from, Mm -hmm. I made myself a lottery. Like, I wrote each name of my cookbook on a little piece of paper and then I pick one out and then that's the book I use to pick my recipe that I'm cooking brand new. I love that you are sparing your cookbook's feelings. (laughs) Well, they're all so beautiful. (laughs) Like, no, they're pretty cool, amazing. Though. Yeah. So, I'm a weirdo. Okay. So, this one's not water-based at all. There okay. is zero okay. water okay. in this one. I'm already better. Okay. <laughs> I know you guys heard that big sigh because <laughs> I have not been ready for your <laughs> stories the last couple times. This one's, um, I think, a little bit different in some aspects. So, we're going to be talking about Claire Ashman. And then I'll get my sources. So, I looked up... The University of Queensland, The Guardian, TED Talks, and then I actually read her book, Lessons from a Cult Survivor. 
Oh, oh, it's another cult. Yeah. Well, and and this one's like that borderline where they initially classified this as religious organizations, and then later on they're like, eh, that was pretty culty. Pretty culty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're crossing territories here. But she was actually in two of them. Two different cults? Yes. Oh. Yeah. So she grew up in one, and then she was married into one. Oh. That's horrible. Yeah. That's so, already, I already feel horrible already. Her family ended up following the teachings of the Society of St. Pius X, the 10th. Uh, so the, these are all spinoffs of like a Catholic, devout type religious organization. Uh-huh. Very devout. What's interesting, because I'm going to kind of talk about the parents, is that the parents were te- her parents were technically Catholic, but neither one grew up very devout. They go to church on Sundays and, you know, they take communion and they go for holidays. But neither one of their families were hardcore Catholics, if you will. So it was interesting that they kind of led up into this. But her dad grew up on a farm. He was the eldest of several siblings. Um, When their mom passed away, you know, he took care of their dad on the farm. He was also really, really smart. And he was trying to get into accounting because they liked the numbers. So he was trying to do both for a little bit. And then he got shamed by grandma it was like for how being for ex- trying to get out of the farm life. Oh, okay, okay. So she yeah, got shamed by grandma, and he was like, "No, you, as the eldest, you're responsible for the farm and taking care of your dad, so that your younger siblings can go off to school and do things." Thanks. Yeah. What year is this? Oh, so this is around. So, dad, it was probably closer to like the seven sixties, late sixties, early seventies. Okay. The her story, Claire's, end up starting around um, the 80s okay. period. Okay. okay. I mean, so kind of recent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I guess it still happens in those cultures anyways. Yeah. And you this is Australia. That, yeah. So we got to think of, it's an Australian That's... base location. All right. All right. You're, you love, you're this, this I'm all about, about Australia. I know. Yeah, yeah. It's been wild. So that was his upbringing. Um Force, you know, give up his dream to help his dad. Okay. Mom was also the eldest of several. Their dad left them, which she was very upset about and, like, embarrassed about. And so she was raised by her mom and grandma as well. And it was a very, very strict household. Okay. It was a beat the kids with a wooden spoon if they act up mm. kind of thing. For whatever reason, um, her mom, and I didn't really see names of these parents. I'm sure if I dug much deeper, I could have found it. But it was really just like my mom, my dad, when she was talking about it. So I don't really see their names that much. Um, But her mom, for whatever reason, was all about being Catholic and really wanted that lifestyle growing up. And she even tried being a nun. And she went to the... Wow. Yeah. And she went to the convent She was there. really devout. Yeah. So she was trying to do that. Um, and her sisters were not at all like that. Like, her sisters were fashionable, wearing makeup, partying, you know, going out. And she was... She thought they were very sinful and they weren't doing what they are supposed to. So she's trying to get into the convent. Um, I guess... And I'm not that familiar with the Catholic faith or the religion and how things work, but you can join, but there has to be some sort of sign that you either belong there or you don't for you to stay in type of thing. And it has to do with, well, you weren't chosen or you are chosen by God to follow this Did I ever tell you the time that my dad brought me one of the first times to, that's so funny you say that, Yeah. to church? I remember I was like... 
I was really young. I want to say four, four or five. And it was this tiny little town that we lived in in New Mexico. And he brings me to the church. And I walk in and I threw up everywhere. Like, oh. walked through, walked You were in. possessed <laughs> by yeah. the devil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. 100%. And, I, you know, the holy water is used at that time. Like, it was oh, a, my it was gosh. So it's so funny you say that because if that's the case, they're like, I move on. I move like, on. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys get kicked out? Um, or did he I mean, just yeah, leave I, got, I, I, I left because I was, I, I was so young. I, I think you he don't came home with me, but I didn't go again. Yeah. <laughs> Devil come out. Yeah. Nah, religion was not used so much not after that. Way. I was not needed anymore. Well, so I guess it doesn't take much because she was actually, she came down with psoriasis. And so they took that as a sign for God that she wasn't allowed to be a nun and they kicked her out of the convent. I mean, it's dry. I'm sure she needs some <laughs> lotion. Like, give her a chance. Not many people. So I don't know if around. it takes much. Yeah, like, it's not like she's. There's so many. There's not a ton of people walking around that are asking to be nuns. Yeah, Come on, let her say yes. Yeah, let her stay and get some lotion. So, kind of weird on that part. So hmm. after she got kicked out, she met she met Claire's dad, and they got in a relationship, and you know she started popping out babies, right? So, because that's, yeah, that's what you do as Catholic yeah. women, and you pop out babies. So, initially, for the early part of Claire's life, it it was a hard childhood because they worked on in the fields and took care of animals, and they prayed a lot because of mom. But it it wasn't too crazy. Like they were able to go to school. She was wearing pants and rambunctious, okay. and she was kind of a sassy pants kind of thing. They were still trying to you know pretty strict, but. You know, it wasn't too, too crazy, but eventually mom was really starting to lock them down more and more, and eventually happened even worse when they met uh, Friar Cummings, and so Friar Cummings would go to their church, because of course they always went to church. Mom was still all about being Catholic. What's a friar? I know that's a thing. I just don't know what that is. I think it's a level within the Catholic church. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Father Cummings. I don't know. I don't really, I don't know. But they met him and they he started talking to the mom and was like, you know, I really think that the church has gotten too modern for Catholic and we really need to go back and be more traditional, um, which is where the Society of St. Pius X really really focused on was being traditional so he first started preaching out of their living room claire's living room this friar did yeah or father i don't know i may have had it i like friar no no no. it could be father it could be father you guys listen it's okay it's friar now i don't know um (laughs) this gentleman was preaching uh out of their living room and then as crowds got bigger they started moving to different locations and other buildings and it got bigger and bigger uh, and they were very, very traditional. So traditional that all the sermons were in Latin, because that was <gasps> that's, the that's holiest intense. of holy uh-huh. languages. Really um, pretty, though. Very strict. They opposed changes, you know, uh, any sort of modern, which also was not good for women, right, in that church mm. when they're in that mm. area. Mm-mm. So women really shouldn't work, although um, her mom did work part-time as a nurse and there to help keep everything afloat she popped out like eight or nine children though so like the boatload girl so there was a lot to work at yeah so there were some in there um but eventually like women had to be very modest so no shorts no pants they had to wear very long modern or um modest dresses 
on there. And then they started preparing for the end of days. So this is a reoccurring theme okay. in some of these cults. But it's also reoccurring in religion that there's going to be the rapture and the end of days. And unless you're devout and you're doing all the things right for God, um, you won't be saved. Everyone's going to die out. But if you're following all the teachings or whatever religion you're on, uh, you'll be saved. You'll be one of the few saved. Huh. Yeah. I saw this cartoon once. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was about yeah. the rapture. Was it? It was, <laughs> it was American Dad. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and they show all these cities around the world, and then they show Las Vegas, and there's one dude getting raptured out from the... That just reminded me. Of that. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. So... They started preparing for that, and now mom is really cracking down on praying, preparing for the end of days, and then she starts pulling them out of public school and starts homeschooling her children. That's a huge red flag. Yeah. Now, in Australia, and a lot of places for homeschooling, they send home packets to say, okay, you're going to homeschool, but you have to meet this criteria, right? Sure. Uh, She would pre-read those packets of materials and decide if it was valid enough because if it went anything close against Catholic or God or Christianity, then it wasn't going to be taught to her children. Um, so Great. super, super sheltered, right? Mm-hmm. To the point that she she convinced all her kids that dinosaurs were the figment of scientists' imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Catholicism is wild, y'all. I mean, I can say that because I have like uh, some uh, my like I said, I have some knowledge. Like I, they're already strict, and now she's going and she's like. Yeah, yeah. And no outside information is coming to you. Yeah. So it is kind of back and forth. Unfortunately, you'll believe whatever you get because that's all you know. Yeah, yeah. And if it wasn't Christian enough, it was not part of the curriculum mm, on there. That's so that's that's their whole world. That's what they lived in. It was very boring. And Claire says that a lot. She was like, I was bored out of my mind. And I wasn't yeah, sure yeah. this is what I was supposed to do. But... For all I knew and taught, this was the way of the world and what, you know, Mm -hmm. how I was supposed to grow up and do and all these things. During this time, so, you know, mother is all about being around the centers of power within that religion, that organization that they were part of. And so she would often let traveling men or priests come and stay with her at their house. That is wild. Yeah, all the time. And, you know, if they were going out and trying to recruit more people for this organization and faith... She felt like it was in her duty to have them stay at her place periodically. It's also weird to me, though, that her and her husband are at the center. They're the focal point of this whole cult that they mm-hmm. kind of started. Yet they allow other people to be the rulers yeah. of it. I mean, not that I'm saying any of it's good, but they should have been the ones that are yeah, running so it. Yeah, so was, it was really interesting. They're very sum, um, submissive to this Cummings guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think... He utilized their place and then moved on. And then they were just like, well, we want to help still. Mm -hmm. You know, we believe in this and, you know, we want to make sure that we can spread that word, whatever that means. Yeah. Do whatever they can to continue the word. Yeah, it was was pretty interesting, you know, on that front. I was like, hmm, okay. That is interesting. Yeah. You know, a couple of the people that stayed with them, there was this young man and he was 27 years old. And at this point, Claire's about 14 and she's the eldest. Okay. And you said he's 27? And he's 27. I don't like where this is going. And so, you know, and they go for walks around the property or whatever, and he was very nice. But then all of a sudden he would start grabbing her and making out with her and kissing her. And she didn't know what to do. And she 
had no feelings one way or another about it um, because she was always taught to obey adults. Sure. And it was all done in kind of secret. But then when mom did finally catch them doing it, she yelled at her and not the guy. I fucking can't. The 14-year-old, not the 27-year-old. You yelled at the child the and child. not the adult that's yeah, doing Because this. she was the woman and, and she was the one that was the temptress, just like Eve and Adam and Eve. Uh-huh. And so it's her fault that's because disgusting. she tempted him to do these things. So, gross. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I don't even know what I did wrong because I was taught to obey adults and it never mm-hmm. occurred to her she says this in her book she's like it never occurred to me that anyone would have ill like treatment towards her mm-hmm. that they would do anything wrong so mm-hmm. she had no idea mm-hmm. you know that's horrible and but she wasn't completely so she was naive and sheltered but she wasn't completely out of touch with what was right and what was wrong because they had this other guy come and stay with her and i won't even say his name because it's whatever and uh she instantly got a bad gut reaction. Trust her gut. Oh, mm. I say it. You say it all the time. Uh, she just felt queasy around him. And then when they would go for walks, he asked her and her sister, which I think they were the two oldest ones, okay. if I understand correctly, and was like, you guys hang back, but send all your younger brothers and sisters up ahead and walk with me. And they were like, uh, no. So they mm. ran ahead and then they got to the house. Well, he followed them into the house to their rooms. And the sisters, they ended up jumping out the window of their house Mm -hmm. and left. And so nothing happened in that situation, but real creepy. Like, you have this guy follow your kids. mom just allowing all these grown-ass men? Mom's not around all the time because she's working. That's true. That's gross. Yeah. That's gross. And in her mind, they're all spreading the word of God. Yeah. Yeah. And she's doing the dutiful woman act of putting them up and feeding them Mm -hmm. and all that stuff while they're in between wherever they got to go. Sure. After that. Um, And then at one point in the church, he, because he was getting transferred to another location. So he cornered her in a a room of the church and was like, I'm really going to miss you. Um, I can't wait to come back and see you again and all that stuff. Like, really creepy. Excuse me, this really, is the Lord's house. We don't do these really things creepy. Here. And granted, she's around that 14, 15 age, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, what? Leave what? Her alone. And this is a grown ass man. Yeah. Later out, found out that he had sexually abused multiple teenage girls. I am sure he multiple did. That girls. is not shocking. Yeah, it was gross. Um, one of the guys that was there was Tony. So she met Tony that would come and stay. And mom really liked Tony. Uh, well, mom is. Wrong right, yeah, she's she's not the greatest Mom needs source some of judgment. Jesus, if I'm being honest, yeah, because she needs help. Yeah. <laughs> so Tony's about 26, 27 around in this in this mm-hmm. range because uh, Claire is still around that 14, 15 kind of age. Okay, at this point. So Tony's coming around, and uh, Mom really likes him because Tony has a similar background where he tried becoming a priest in the in the convent, but for whatever reason, it was deemed that he was not chosen and had to get kicked out. So mm-hmm. they kind of have that common ground a little bit. Um, and then Tony stuck around for quite a while, and he would help her with teaching the kids, you know, preach to them mm-hmm. stories of the Bible and God and whatever. In I don't that know if way, I like where this is going, either. So they they were going through. Well, Tony was really nice to everyone, but then he started grooming Claire. You do, yeah, I knew it. yeah. So twelve years her senior, which not a huge age difference, but it is when you're fourteen, when you fifteen. Are t- yes. <laughs> yeah, when you're a baby, huge difference. Yeah. 
So he started grooming her and, you know, was really nice to her, would kiss her in secret, and then would also correct her behavior. So at one point or another, her mom decided it was smart for the girls to get dancing lessons because that would better their husbands or whatever. I don't know, whatever the reason was. Um, But he would yell at her if she stood too close to the male partner during dancing lessons. But you can kiss her. Yeah. And why are they all creepy pedophiles that her mom's bringing into the house? Like, why are they all this way? Uh, yeah, like all of them. That is disgusting. Yeah, like all of them. Like, not one good guy could just be like, hey, yeah. I'm not going to try and make out with your daughter. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Maybe anyway. like the dance teacher or whatever. Yeah. Who but, knows? But that was about it. Yeah. All these guys, super creepy. Disgusting. I don't know. I'm not liking your story yeah. already. <laughs> <laughs> They're really gross. So he was great. And then at one point, they secretly agreed to get married once she was 18. And it was all hush-hush secret. Well, um, Tony had to go away for a little while because he was doing whatever, his preaching in a different location. But he would still send her letters, love letters. And she was thrilled at this. She was really excited. I mean, she's 15 or whatever at this point, 15, 16 range. secret love affair. Yeah. Yeah. In her mind, he was nice. And that's all she knew for love. Like, Mm. no one ever told her what a relationship really was Mm. or what to look for or what not to look for and any of that. So in her mind, she's like, oh, he's nice. He's interested. Must be love. Yeah. And he moved her really well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was doing that. (sighs) Um, At that point, uh, Jeff came and stayed with him. And he also liked Claire. Um, And mom actually kind of liked this match a little more because he was only eight years older than her. And I'm like, okay, but she's still 15. Ma. She's still 15. Jeez. Ma, yeah. get it together. I mean, 23 and a 15-year-old still should not happen. Shit, that's gross. Yeah. Um, so she tried to avoid him at all because she belonged to Tony. You know, Tony, Tony, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff. He called the house. Mom wasn't home. She picked up and he's like, well, I really want to marry you. And she was like, no. Well, he called back again and mom picked up. And then she was like, I think you need to marry Jeff. No. All this stuff. And uh so it was all. How am I rooting for the other one? I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you're rooting. I don't want any of any them to of win, them. but I really don't want them to win. I want her to get at least what she wants if it's going to be anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's going to be anything. All of it, I would just like her to move away. Yeah. If that was an option, that would be great. Well, you know, it was a lot of back and forth. And, you know, um, she didn't, she was never a 100% blind, I'm going to follow everything that's ever been told me. Good. Naive. Very, very sheltered, does not really know outside in the world, but still kind of had that little spark of resistance in her. Good. On there. So she she didn't marry Jeff. She did marry Tony when she turned 18. (sighs) I mean, all right. Okay. So she married Tony at 18. She ended up having like eight of his kids throughout their marriage. She quickly realized it was not the dreamboat she thought. Yes. You know, he was not romantic. He actually didn't give any, like, could really give two shits about her unless they were having sex. Go figure. Yeah. I'm sure even after she hit a certain age, <laughs> yeah. he probably gave two shits about yeah. that, too. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, whatever. So, if she was 18, you know, he was 30, you know. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Again, not a huge age difference if you're like our age. No. 12 years, not so big. Yeah. But when you're No, but 18. when you are a child and you yeah. start dating as a child, it just keeps it stays gross the whole time. Yeah. Me. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, now now I 
10 years, somebody's 40 and I'm, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm not 30, so I don't know why I'm lying. But. <laughs> I was like, oh, are uh, we removing years no, at this point? Uh, if they're 43, like, whatever, dude. You yeah. know what I mean? But no, not to start back then. Not when you're 18. No, it's really gross. Uh, so Tony was still on that, you know, doomsday preparing for the end of times kind of thought pattern that he had before she got to go outside and uh, go to the movies and go grocery shopping and things like that. That was a big difference. So that was a big difference on that side, you know, still stored food as much as possible, would buy gold and silver coins and Ignats because that's the only currency that's going to last. They do as they do. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Had guns all over the house. I don't know where this came from. It was like a weird sentence I read, but apparently he believed the Asians were all going to join together to create an army that would take over Australia. I don't know what he had against Asians, but... I feel like they can give two flying fucks about (laughs) Australia. I'm sorry, guys, but like... Honestly, everybody just doesn't give a fuck about anybody anymore. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about you, sir. Yeah. So she kind of lived in this bubble with him for a little bit. And she was able to kind of speak her mind, but she was still obedient in a lot of ways. And she was just happy raising her children mm. and Could realized he, he it wasn't love. Anything, did he? Mm, no. That's, I mean, mm. mentally, yeah, kind of, yeah. but, you know, Not controlling. To say that's better, but. Yeah. There wasn't a whole lot of physical stuff with this. But eventually, he got in touch with the another doomsday call, well, religious organization that later was deemed a call called the Order of Saint Charbel. Okay. Okay. So the Order of Saint Charbel was started by a, a William Cam. You know, of course, God appointed him, and uh, he was called the Little Pebble. I wonder what there. would happen if they all met each other. <laughs> yeah, God appointed all of them. <laughs> like, all of them. Fight it out now, guys. Yeah. So this really appealed to Tony because the group believed in end-of-the-world theories and also had a direct link to heaven where wow. humans could write a letter and a heavenly uh, deity would answer them. Sick, right? That's How are unique. they not millionaires? Yeah, that was a cool. lot of questions people have. But you had to risk it because if you wrote a letter, you had to do exactly whatever the deity said to you in the response. Oh, and I'm sure these oh, deities I'm sure were it's nasty. like sell everything you got yeah, and yeah. give this guy yeah. the money. Yeah. Screw let that your, guy over there. Let your child marry this old man. Yeah. Whatever the Disgusting. whatever the heck that was yeah, yeah. was. Yeah. So um, they also put holy water in food and drink to kill lethal germs from the devil. and you are not allowed to say the name devil um they called him what the old bag i don't know where that came from who shall not be named (laughs) but it was the old bag and if you said devil you were inviting him to stick around and i guess get all his devilly germs all over you I mean, it can't be more fun than that. I just get his germs. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'd like to have more was, fun than that. That was one of the rules. Again, no internet, no media. Oh, no. Um, so she went right back to what the way it yeah. was. Yes. Now, the. The higher leaders of this organization could have internet they and read the media, comfort, but not the lower. Yeah, not the lower. Funny enough, Tony actually snuck in internet because he had a huge gambling problem. Uh, Tony. Tony snuck it in. Uh, that is the devil's germs. Correct. Yeah, those devil's Fuck germs. Fuck off, Tony. So 
he didn't immediately just join this. He was kind of courting them and figuring them out. And of course, all the members were like, oh, it's so great and amazing and blah, blah, blah. And Claire was like, hell to the no. Oh, good. We don't want to join this. Good. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, she lost that battle. Well, sure. But yeah. at least she recognized He that ended up was... selling their house and they moved on to the estate of this uh. place where William Cam. Oh, I guess there's barbed wire around there because it was protecting them from everyone else and of course, all this, whatever. Not keeping them in. Whatever the weirdness is. Mm-hmm. Um, always very strict, all that stuff. So, William, the little pebble, that dude. So, his goal. I don't know why they call it. It was weird. But oh, that's actually something they, that I thought you he, did. That. I was no, like, he cute. was called the little pebble. Okay. I don't know. Was that the pebble causing the ripples of faith or some bullshit like that? All right. All right. Okay. All right. Something <laughs> like that. So his goal was to oh, establish shit. a court of 84 queens and princesses that he could impregnate with oh, his fuck me, with dude. his holy seed <laughs> so that mankind could survive after judgment day. Incorrect. I want nothing to do with yeah. any of this. So um, apparently all these teenage girls were trying to get his favor and all these young women would try to get his favor because he was the leader. And Claire is hilarious because she describes him. She's like, everyone's telling me how, you know, hot shit in campus and everybody wants him and whatever. And I guess he's like short, fat and hairy is how she described Ew. him. And I was laughing so hard. And she's that just like, made me think of the guy from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so and she's like, but and she's like, I was confused because all these young girls are clearly trying to get his favor, and I just don't understand it. Because yeah, yeah trust her gut. It sounds like yeah. She so knows she what's up. she definitely rebelled a little bit. Like she yeah. had that thought as amazingly considering she had no background mm-hmm. in it. This was all intuition for her. Mm-hmm. It's funny this man thinks he has stamina for <laughs> enough for 84 women as well. Go fuck yourself, sir. The fuck you do. He's so okay? gross. He's so gross. That's nasty. Yeah. Shock and awe. Eventually, William Cam started getting investigated for child pedophilia. You know. You don't, don't say. Shocking. I know. It's so shocking All of in this these room. Religions. I know. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. They, there's a lot of names we could give the FBI off for the, your fucking papers, right? Yeah. 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 Excuse me. <laughs> Sir, all of these. Uh-huh. He's going to the justice system. He's still preaching to his group. From while, prison? Well, he's not quite in prison yet. Oh, okay, okay. So he's just going to the justice system, and he's blaming whoever might have betrayed him <laughs> to the authorities. And I was like, how about we just don't touch minors? I don't know. Or anyone without their consent. How about we just do that, and maybe you wouldn't have to worry about people... Talking to the cops. I mean, like, you can believe in whatever you want. Just, like, leave all of Leave the, the whole sex with minors thing out of it. Why okay? does it always have to deal it's with always, that? And always. And so many people always fall for this shit, though. I mean, all these stories you tell me, they blindly give their shit to, well, you know, these leaders. There's they a lot give of stories in the Bible that justify having many young brides whatever but i need to read I this won't story get, i won't go into it <laughs> I have the not. bible is wild okay <laughs> <laughs> if you ever decide to read it is one crazy ride murder incest i don't know adultery hookers prostitution gambling this sounds like a it sounds like vegas uh there's like 
otherworldly creatures that show up in it. Oh. Yeah. No, it's... It sounds like one of the best-selling fan fictions you've ever read in your life. Well, (laughs) it is one of the best-selling books. I'm not going to say Van Rooney. All right. Listen. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We can just... You guys get where I feel. I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. But, as you can tell... There's some good parts. (laughs) Okay. I definitely do. We could go into that forever. There are some good. There's some good. There's some good We'll leave it at that. Uh, so this whole organization, again, they're preparing for the end of days. Um, Haley Bob comment, you know, that was big. So late 80s, early oh, 90s. Oh, they were on this too? Yeah, they were on oh. this thing on there. Um, so they're going through this. You know, he's going through his prison type things. During this, he wants to start the order, which is, uh, from what I understood, it was kind of like a higher level within the court system. Or the cult system that they were in um, for the religious organization. So the idea was that it was going to take a select group of men with the approval of their wives and make them leaders. And I think he was trying to establish this for when he goes to prison so we can kind of direct them while he was in prison. Because he ended up going. It's interesting that he wanted the wives' approval, though. You'd think he wouldn't care. Well, that was kind of like on paper. Uh Tony steamrolled Claire all the time. And she was really trying to buck the system and not Mm -hmm. be part of this order. Mm -hmm. Um, She actually started writing letters. And that was, like, questioning everything. And she was worried about her kids before the whole uh, that, you know, sexual assault and pedophilia thing came out. She was like, hmm, this William Cam, not sure I want my kids around him yeah, type of thing. So she was Good already really starting to go against what was going on. It didn't help the organization when Haley Bob didn't end the world. And then they also, Y2K. Yeah, They were that. forced how to pray all through the night at Y2K. Oh my god! Because it was the end of the world, That's if you exhausting. remember. Yeah. yeah. So nineteen ninety nine. That was wild. Everyone times. thought the whole world was going to come to an end electronically, religiously, everything. Yeah. And then for those that are my younger people, Mackenzie. <clears throat> <clears throat> but yeah, so they were instructed to pray, and so when things didn't end, it didn't look too good for the cult. But anyway, so he was trying to establish disorder. Um, Tony wanted to be a part of it. Claire started writing letters that was questioning the faith and was like, mm, about this. Who was she writing to? She was writing to everybody within the org, whoever would listen. Oh. And then, so she started getting shunned, but it actually, later on, she found out that it was encouraging some of the other wives and people to start questioning it a while. Oh, so she kind of was starting this trend on there. Um, she started... Figuring out that her marriage wasn't great with Tony, um, and she wanted to figure out how to separate him, but she was still very conflicted. She needed a father for her children. It goes against all her religious background to separate or do anything on there, but she's very unhappy. But she's like, ah, I'm kind of at the mercy of him. You know, she he's giving her a really tiny allowance right now, and she feels like she's scraping by bones broke. Well, she starts going through her stuff and found like twenty thousand dollars that he was hiding from her. And she's laying And around. she's livid because she's like, I literally scraped by trying to buy groceries every week for The allowance had to cover my eight the, kids. The yeah. kids' groceries? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, like, that's your kids too, sir. Oh. Oh, well, yeah. Later on, we find out that one of the reasons that Tony liked to join this cult was so because he never wanted to be a father to his kids. And he thought being around all the other men would help father his children. 
And he didn't have to do anything then. Perfect. 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 Yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, just cherry he on was the just, He was just, like, a gent. Yes. Um, and then, like I, like I said, he only wanted – he only paid attention. Didn't listen to her. Very boring. Seemed to have a sore throat whenever he talked to her but could talk to anyone else for long periods of time um, unless he wanted sex. And I, I guess at one point she turned him and was like – when he was groping at her in the dark is how she describes it. She was like, look – I can't stomach having sex with you, so if you want to have sex, you can pay me like a prostitute. Get it, girl. And he never touched her again after that. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, and we're done. I have eight kids, so clearly you've been touched me. Um, She had a couple that, like, died really young, too, and he was nowhere to be found and didn't give a shit and went and visit her in the hospital. Like That's heartbreaking. Yeah, so that was pretty crappy. Um, but yeah, she found this money. She took the money and buried it in the garden. Uh-huh. And she was like, that was the first step of me trying to figure out how to be independent. Good. It was, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, she should. I hope he didn't go crazy over that, but. Yeah. Well, he did, you know, I mean, like sure. did it physically, but he was like, where's that money? And she's like, it's somewhere that no, we can't get to or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she was amazingly honest with him for all these things. She was kind of yeah. Doing I would have just said I gave it to the leaders. So she set up her own bank account for the first time in her own name secretly. Wow. Um, and then she also filed welfare paperwork for her and her kids. That's crazy. Secretly. She even knew she could do that. I she mean, did it. She was sheltered. terrified. And so she's like, I really didn't think I was going to be able to do it. I had to do it at the same bank that he was at, and I thought they were going to let him know or ask his permission, and then oh. he'd say no. Oh, my gosh. And so, and this is um, in the 90s, early mm-hmm. 90s range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then she went home and told him, I was like, I did all this. But it, he kind of didn't have a reaction to well. it. And so all these little things started falling into place. So she started building up some of this independence. And then um, because they were part of that, the original cult growing up and then where they were at now, they ended, those cults ended up getting, um, was it? Excommunicated? Excommunicated. I excommunicated. think that's exactly Yeah, excommunicated. I know that also because of American. Yeah, life. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so because of that, their their marriage was no longer valid for a little while. Oh. And so they had two choices, and they had a couple priests come to them, and then a, a canon lawyer. So I think that's like a Catholic lawyer. Okay. With hmm. the church, I think is what it means. And they were like, look, you have two choices. You can get remarried under the proper one mm-hmm. or you can separate. Mm. Those are your choices. And she was very torn. Like we can say, oh my gosh, separate. Just go. Right. You, right. you have your chance. You know, it's it's blessed. Run. It's blessed by the church. It's yeah. not illegal. Like you're not divorced. You know, like yeah. it's not. It's look, like an out. It's not frowned upon. Yeah. Um, but she was like, I need to father my children. What am I going to do? How am I yeah. going to do this? Yeah. So that started coming down the way. And then around that same time, remember they lived on William Cam's property mm-hmm. in one of their houses. Right. Well, probably because he was in prison, but he stopped paying the mortgage. No shit. <laughs> So probably, I'm guessing that's why. So she actually um, tells several stories about how the cops came and were like, look, we're evicting you. You have 12 days to get out. And she was like thrilled. She was like smiling. And she's like, really? We have to leave? That's amazing. She never wanted to be there in the first place. So and the cops were like confused like uh, what okay. like you heard me lady right like okay yeah and if you need help um you know there's resources to house you temporarily while you figure something out type of thing hmm. 
So it was it was really interesting because she was thrilled and she was like dancing around. And then when the kids got home from school, she was like, guess what? We're evicted. <laughs> oh, wait. That is like crazy. I've right. never heard anyone get excited yeah. about being evicted. But it was her out. So she had all these all these things kind of fall in. So um, That she, was her sign. Yeah. So she got evicted. Um, she was thrilled. Tony was not so happy. But she was like, I don't care. And they're all happy packing it up. <laughs> And the cops were like, are you guys all out? Do you need more time? And she's like, oh, we're gone. Deuces. Have fun. And it was so, awesome. well, we'll never be back. <laughs> Do whatever you want. I don't fucking care. Goodbye. Whatever you find in their trash. Like, don't I care. I hope she dug up her garden. Yeah. So she ended up with that money at some point. And then at 36, she ended up getting a divorce. Good for there. Good So for she got completely out. Good. On that part. Um. She got happily remarried later on. Uh, she did go to college. She got a Bachelor of Arts with studies in religion and sociology. Wow. Uh, she received several scholarships because of her age and where she was coming back and her and how good she was. She actually was uh, on the graduation path of her one of her oldest children. So they were going to graduate oh at the same gosh, time. <laughs> that's cute. Isn't that cute? Yes. Um, Bewildering yeah. to me how strong she is and how much free will she yeah. had being in two different cults. Well, yeah, and not really having any outside influence. I mean, she had yeah. some, you know, because she would experience some of the outside world, but most of it was very sheltered. Yeah. And the fact I always thought was mind blowing was that she questioned everything, even though she was taught mm-hmm. that's one hundred percent what you're supposed to do, no matter what. Mm-hmm. No, she she's she had a lot of free yeah. will. Yeah, and I uh, these cults, both the um, the Saint Pius of the Tenth and then yeah. the Order, there was a lot uglier things. But I was really trying to focus more from her perspective. Sure. So very restrictive, a lot of control. You know, had a lot of uh, restriction of freedoms. But as far as her and herself, yeah, she got touched inappropriately as a kid. She didn't really know what was going on. But overall, she kind of came out of it somewhat unscathed. Stronger, yeah, for sure. yeah, a lot more resilient. It sounds like she, yeah, she did pretty cool on that part. She's she wrote a book, which is that one that I told you was Lessons mm-hmm. of a Cult Survivor. Um, she does several TED talks. You know, she's cool. still experiencing. She talks about how she just loves to talk to people about their experiences and just learn. She's just a sponge. So one of her quotes that I just thought was really cool was, ultimately, I want my knowledge to help empower women wishing to reclaim their lives from repressive religious organizations who may lack the resources or confidence to pursue education and realize their untapped talent. That's pretty indicative of who she is as a whole. Yeah. That's all she wants. After everything she's been through, that's all she cares about. Yeah. And she was like fighting it the whole way since she was a kid and back and trying to figure out what her own faith was. And from my understanding, she's still Catholic. She she talks about that when she left the cult, she was still going to church, but it was a much more accepting church. She got to, um, I think she got to play a musical instrument and they all loved her and it was like warm and refreshing and they were encouraging. Oh. And, you know, so church can be a very good that's, thing. But see, when that's you're, the good part yeah. of it. Like that, that yeah. comfort in the community that it provides yes. that a lot of people do enjoy and need. I think it's great. And it, it's amazing to me that she's still even doing it, but that's cool that she's found something that tailored to her. Yeah. I mean, that's all she's ever known. I can imagine she's not going to just give it up freely. Yeah. So. That's, all that's she cool. Knows. Yeah. I think that was a cool story. Yeah. It was not terrifying. <laughs> it wasn't. I mean, the people in charge were very gross. Yeah. Pedophilia 100%. and all that disgustingness. Yeah. But 
from her side. The book is really cool. I do recommend did you, it. Did you enjoy um, it? She bounces out back and forth about her current predicament of getting evicted and all the days and what she's doing and her excitement. And she bounces back to where it all began hmm. for her. It's it's really interesting because it's one chapter of present, one chapter in the past, one chapter in the present, oh, one chapter okay. in the past. It reads a lot like a journal and diary. There's... Again, this is the second book that I've read from one of my cult stories that I've shared with mm-hmm. you uh, for that they wrote. And it's just done in such a blase kind of perspective where I'm like, no, girl, that's jacked up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it just feels so like, oh, and then this happened and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. I, I, can, I think I need, I, I need to read these because I can't imagine going through life and hearing some of the stuff and being told some of the stuff and not just being like, well, fuck off. How's that sound? Yeah. I'm going to piece the fuck. Yeah. Like, so to me, but it, it's all like, like we've continued to say it's all they've ever known. So why would they buck that right. system? Right. Totally. But, it, but she was trusting her gut the whole way through. Yes. I mean, we say that all the time, but. She, she very much she so she had to follow some of it like it was definitely ingrained in her where she had to go along with the status quo and go forward but she had a lot of those key moments in her life as a kid as a young adult mm-hmm. as you know um i mean she was like 36 so not older adult but you know yeah um, no. where she had Old these enough. very key moments and points in her life where she had to Trust her own intuition, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Well, yeah, and she trusted and knew what she went through as a kid with all the creepy mm-hmm. men to keep her children away from that. So that's pretty awesome, too. Like, she she didn't allow it to, to continue, you know what I right. mean? Right, yeah. She, she wanted those... to break that cycle, yes. like, yes. hard. 100%. Well, that was good. Well, and you know what? As we have been hammering home, ladies and maybe gentlemen, I don't know. uh, Subscribe, leave a review, whatever you feel you need to tell us, let us know. And as always, trust your gut. And play to win.